0: Of what you were listening to and perhaps watching hot sauce sports uh, I'm your host P del Re i'm joined of course by Terry Tam and our producer eagle at master control um uh, I want nothing more than to come into here and talk about sports um we dealt with uh, dealt with life without sports for quite some time at the beginning of this pandemic and I remember often when we talked about sort of the hazards of playing and uh Different things surrounding that uh weird accusations about how you know we were happy that there we were in sports being played was i found patently absurd because we rely on sports we need sports to exist uh for us to exist and then and, and we've seen our popularity grow uh, recently and a lot of that is because of the return of sports but there are moments where things happen um that are brought into our realm and things that are more important than basketball things are more important than football or anything else uh things that are real life matters uh and that's what we saw um in the wake of the shooting of jacob blake which happened shortly after actually our show last week um and then since then of course we've seen the outpouring of support from professional athletes and uh specifically nba players and we'll get to that in a second um but we're going to listen to some sound in a very soon eagle just i'll I'll, I'll queue it up for you um but i just want people to know that we're not trying to politicize anything we just think that some things are important and some voices deserve to be heard and we have a platform where we can allow that to happen and as long as uh we control our own content which is going to be always because that's what we signed up for uh we're going to take every opportunity to share messages we find important at any time and that's that's what we're gonna be doing today. Uh, We saw a guy guy get shot in the back seven times. We saw, we have since seen that the narrative changes and becomes about uh, the gentleman's past. Uh, I'll say his name and we should say it as as often as we can, Jacob Blake. We saw, you know, questions about his criminal past. We saw him allegedly uh, resisting arrest, an arrest for which we don't know uh, why he was being arrested at this time. Apparently, uh, he had a knife. Um, he was still shot in the back seven times in front of his family. And if you can't separate the, the the human element of of someone being murdered by a police officer in front of his family from the the gentleman's past, from, you know, the, the things that were happening in that situation. If you can look at that video and tell me that police officers tried everything to properly de-escalate the situation, then I think we, we're looking simply at the wrong thing, and, and you're you're not listening to the people who say, listen, we need to be seen as human, we need to be treated as human, and that's uh, what a lot of the messaging is and should be around this issue. But Terry and I can speak to this, and Eagle can speak to this, and our voices mean one thing, and I think our support is very important. I think the support of white athletes and, and white media members is going to be very important moving forward, but I think we also need to to, to lend our platform to black voices and I think there's a lot of things that Doc Rivers said as head coach of the Clippers that uh we're we can't possibly uh deliver this with the same way that he's gonna do Terry. So let's give the floor to him and then we'll start the show.
1: And this they're spewing this fear, right? Like all you hear is Donald Trump and all of them talking about fear, we're the ones getting killed. We're the ones getting shot. Uh, we're the ones that we're denied to live in certain communities. Um, we've been hung, we've been shot, and all you do is keep hearing a fear. It's it's amazing to me why we keep loving this country, and this country does not love us back. And it's just—it's really so sad. Like I should just be a coach. And it's so often reminded of my color. You know, it's just really sad. We got to do better, uh, but we got to demand better. Like we got—you know—it's—it's it's funny. We protest, and they send riot guards, right? Uh, they send people in riot outfits. They go to Michigan with guns and they're spitting on cops. And nothing happens. The training has to change in the police force. The unions have to be taken down in the police force. My dad was a cop. I believe in good cops. We're not trying to defund the police and take all their money away we're trying to get them to protect us just like they protect everybody else uh, I didn't want to talk about it before the game because it's so hard like to just keep watching it that video if if you watch that video you don't need to be black to be outraged you don't You need to be American and outraged. and how dare the Republicans Talk about fear. We're the ones that need to be scared. We're the ones having to talk every to every black child. What white father has to give his son a talk about being careful. If you get pulled over. It's it's just ridiculous. And it just keeps getting it keeps going. Uh, there's no charges. Breonna Taylor no charges nothing. All we're asking is you live up to the Constitution. That's all we're asking for everybody, for everyone. Thank you.
0: And with that, I think it's time for the news. stuff's really on my mind when I don't scream, ah Terry, okay. it's the news. But ah uh, Terry, it's the news. How's it going, bud? Good you I hate starting the show with a somber tone this way. It just there's there's you know a lot going on in our world right now and I felt as it was always important to address. The NBA players um they uh did not play yesterday they, they they boycotted the, the games and then the NBA finally uh they cancelled the last game the Lakers the Lakers game at night uh, not even giving the Lakers a, a chance to boycott that game. But um, th- we saw what happened. We saw that that was what the players decided to do. You actually had an article out about that on hotsawsports.ca. Yeah,
2: so I wrote an article on um, on the Milwaukee Bucks, basically just why they canceled this, why they canceled their game, why they boycotted. Uh, I mean, it
0: was interesting that the first game of the day was supposed to be the, the Bucks and Magic. Game, yeah, right?
2: and I understand why Milwaukee um decided to do that they didn't feel comfortable because it was you know from their town and things mm-hmm. like that so I understood that I respected the decision um I've told you guys this and uh, when the news came out that they wanted to boycott I was like oh, it's the wrong decision the reason why I say that is because and I think there's a there's a lot of people that that, I, that I agree with this and is it comes out with when you hide behind a curtain nobody sees you you know what I mean? Yeah. J.R. Smith had a good quote, actually. I like it, but it goes to my point. That's a weird thing to point. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, uh, you can't hear us, now you won't see us. Yeah. So, And I understand that sentiment completely. It's like, we're going to take away something from you, but the people, uh, in my article I wrote, the people that are listening are the ones that are that,
0: that consume the product.
2: That consume the product exactly. So it's like you're you're taking your voice away. And Chris Paul does it well. They ask him, uh, "How did you find the game went today?" And he said, "Well, the game." I'm not gonna talk about the game and talk about Brianna Taylor and yeah. whatever. Chris know? Paul has been a few players. but Yeah, Chris yeah, a Paul's been that charge. Yeah, a lot of people. LeBron James is great at that too, and it's like, and I th- I feel that pre and I think post. Corey game Corey Harris
0: was doing that as well.
2: Yeah, pre and post game, I think it's the best way to do it. I mean, it's, it's tough for them to. The, the league is like 85 percent black, so I mean, yeah. it's understandable that it's probably harder for them to be able to play and focus. But they so have that's to realize. The, but that that's the
0: other thing. So like, this is where it's a little different. I and and I've kind of agreed with your sentiment about that in the past, Terry. Where where you know you can you can do more damage and get get your voice heard more in front of the camera than if you're not there mm-hmm. but i think in this particular instance given that the players are in a bubble they're away from families they they're way like this could have been any of their family members right yeah exactly um and the thing is is that they're not with their families they they are sort of al- they're all alpha males right they all see yeah. themselves as protectors as as caretakers they they're risking their lives playing during a pandemic in a season basically that's existing just for the purposes agreed. And then they're saying basically look, we don't feel like playing right now. It's yeah. it's it's something that's more important to to us um than we've than we've uh than than the game of basketball. And I I don't think uh I, I don't think you can deny that from them. I, th- I, do, I also don't think it's the only thing. I don't, I don't think it's the only step. I think you need to work with, your, with the, the team owners, with, exactly. the, with, with the league representatives, with the league itself to say, hey, how can we make this better? How can we help instigate change in our country? Because it's not happening. Because when people say that the system is broken, they're completely wrong. The system is operating exactly as it was intended. It was intended ye- hundreds and hundreds of years ago to separate the wealthy from the not wealthy, the white from the not white, and that's what we're seeing. I think
3: it even goes further than that, honestly. I mean, even when you think about when they were trying to figure out what the logistics were going to be, a lot of players, you know, that's when the whole Black Lives Matter movement started with the whole George, George Floyd incident. Uh, and they were already like, we're not. I don't want to play. I don't want to be involved in this. Right? Like, you know, fuck basketball at that point. And I think it kind of came to a player consensus of, well, if we actually have this stage, we actually will have a voice in look, the, on look, the grand look, level, look, right? Look and you know, a few months later, the same shit's happening again. So well, I guess as a player, I'd be frustrated too. Of well, it's also, the whole point why we're here is to try and instigate change, and nothing's
2: changed. Well, it's not yeah. that nothing's changed. It's that you can't expect it to happen in two months either. There's well, been, it's
3: been, Terry, it's been nothing has years, changed. Though. Well, we don't know. And Jemima is no longer a, a therapist. Okay. Cops got canceled on TV. <laughs> what has happened in actual social the, justice? The
0: Washington football team?
2: No, no, but just great, ju- great. No, but just to say is that we, nothing has changed. So wh- wh- what were we going to do? Fire this guy before he shoots Jacob Blake? We don't know what no. he's going to do. How
3: about actual police reform? How about actual governors Holding and municipalities? So, so, are doing any of us on this
2: table aware of whatever was done in Wisconsin for police reform?
0: Well, not enough if someone was murdered in cold blood.
2: Well, no, we don't know if this person took all those courses and, you know, they're like, okay, he's fine. He's not, doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. And this person just reacted in a stupid way. Well, but Dude, again, so we like, don't know. We don't,
0: we don't, know. we don't know how he was, as a poli- how he is as a police officer. We don't know, uh, we don't know his history, all that, of course. What I'm saying is we have the juxtaposition right now. That a guy going to his car and allegedly having a knife, the only solution is to shoot him in the back seven times. And then a also, white guy... He was tasered before that, too, by he the He was tasered before that. And we, we still don't even know the terms by which he was even being arrested in the first place. The second thing is, the next day, we have a, a guy crossing state lines with a gun... Underage. Underage, who has a criminal record, opening fire into a crowd, injuring and killing people... And he is not apprehended by the police in that moment while holding, while holding a firearm in the streets. They
3: actually drove by. People are saying he shot someone and they ignored him. And later on, there was a scene of them giving him a bottle of water. Just because that's what happened. I them. think
0: actually, so that was a bit misrepresented. I was reading about that just before I got here. And apparently that was actually before the shooting. Because they were happy the militia was there, which is a whole other that's thing. That's a whole other thing. But you know? that's, yeah. They were happy the militia was there to help with the riot.
3: I just, I find it very sad. Like, and we've talked about this ad nauseum. Literally four years ago yesterday, Colin Kaepernick took for the first time, kneeled for the national anthem and all the outrage of the just stick to sports. You don't know what you're talking about. Protest differently. And four years later, we're at the exact same spot. People are still saying protest differently. And frankly, You're I completely still understand. You're still he's protesting
0: the flag or the anthem, which he's not doing.
3: I completely understand why it's gotten to this point. Because if it was me and that was my family, because granted, we're, we're privileged, right? If that was my family and my brothers and sisters and uncles that were mm-hmm. getting gunned down for uh, completely unnecessarily, I would be extremely frustrated.
2: Yeah. At the end of the day... What we're trying to do is send a message, right? And the message is what that those basketball players are trying to send a message is what that we're not going to stand for this anymore. So something has to be done. What are they going to do? We don't know what's been done. Obviously, for that cop to do that, he's not properly trained. Yeah. My problem is is that you have a kid, a white kid, walking in the street with an AK forty AR fifteen. Sorry, an AR fifteen. Which to me, I'm not pro gun, but I don't see uh, the um. I can say that I'm. I don't want to ban guns. If it's a if it's a hobby, it's a hobby, right? This should be locked up, not be able to. You shouldn't be. Should be terms by which you own a firearm. Exactly. So this kid who crossed state lines with a gun and him walking up to police officers, if that person was black, well, we don't know, but we can obviously assume that he probably
0: would have been shot in the chest.
2: And I mean,
0: like statistically, we know he would be way more likely to a be apprehended, b be arrested, and c be 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 shot also it's
2: just the way that it's just the problem we have also the biggest problem is is media so you need um the way media portrays people so this kid was portrayed as a um uh he wanted an aspiring police officer that's what he was portrayed at Mm -hmm. not as a kid who shot two people for no fucking reason not as a terrorist that illegally brought a gun across state lines went back home Mm -hmm. across state lines was underage shouldn't have had a gun you know what I mean? Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's talking about this kid probably has mental issues. Yeah. Just and he comply probably, with the law, yeah. right? And, and, and he probably would have gone into a movie theater and shot a bunch of people 10 years from now because that kid has fucking issues.
0: And and so there's a couple of things to think about. We're, we're speaking on that, and I think we're actually a good platform for that because we're one of the few cities, well, prior to a lot of recent events anyway, yeah. we're one of the few cities in North America that in the last, I don't know, 40 years have, have had two public shootings in the city of Montreal, right? And then the Dawson shooting and the Polytechnic shooting, right? So like we know what that does to a community.
3: Also the mosque uh, a couple of few oh, years that's ago. That's true Jesus. Well
0: that wasn't but that wasn't in our city, but yeah it was close to Every enough.
3: time within three months, not even, right, thirty days we've made changes to regulations and legislation. Yeah. There's actually they're, the laws are named in the memory of yeah. the the people who were killed, yeah. right? You have to do something. It's not acceptable anymore. And
0: the the other thing is um I, I look at the situation, uh, sorry, I look at, uh, I, I can't really say quote because I'm not going to quote him properly, but a sentiment shared by, oh my God, he's one of the OJ attorneys. Can you please look up some of the OJ attorneys?
2: Yeah. Oh, this Kardashian was dead. Cochran was dead.
0: No. Obviously not them because he wrote a, <laughs> I don't know if Johnny Cochran was dead. No. I don't know if Johnny Cochran it was was a dead. black gentleman. Uh, it is a black gentleman. Sorry. Uh, Carl, 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 Carl Douglas. Douglas. Carl Douglas. Carl Douglas. Uh, I remember reading on Twitter, he had posted something he wrote, and he said that only 15% of uh, calls to police stations are a result of violent crime. Yeah. But 100% of them are responded to by the same enforcers that deal with the violent crime. And it's never social workers, it's never psychologists. And the police are the first to say that they're not social workers, they're not psychologists. But then we're only we're only training one type of officer to deal with every situation. And clearly, the training is such that they see certain people as a threat, other people not as a threat. And either way, wh- let's put it this way, if people are being killed, regardless of skin color, if people are being killed in the streets by a police force, I don't think anyone should be okay with that.
2: Absolutely not. It shouldn't be. Anybody should be. But, and now the thing is like, people are saying like, why is uh, those split videos or split pictures like online and be like, oh, this is uh, how you handle, this is how cops handle a white person. This is how cops handle a black person. Two different police officers. Mm Mm-hmm. Show me that police officer in both in both in both scenarios. Yeah. Then I can. Make, I mean, I get, then I can make an assessment. I get
0: the sentiment, but the thing is, is that a lot of times, look, social media posts are notorious for this false equivocation. Is the world we live in right now, where it says, and it's the same. It's the same argument that you make in a presidential uh, situation, right? It's like, well, this person is at least better than that person. That's not good enough. Yeah. Sure. What about Islam not is not the standard. Exactly. And 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 that's that it. It's that kind of thinking that creates this divisive situation. Like, nobody should be okay with what happened, regardless of who the target was, regardless right. of what his background was. Nobody should be okay with that, period. And the NBA players, that's that's how they chose to handle it. Uh, Kenny Smith, actually, on his show on TNT, uh, Terry, we'll, we'll take a quick look, see what happened last night as uh, they were talking about the NBA protests.
1: I think the biggest thing now is to kind of as a black man, as a former player, I think it's for, best for me to support the players and just not be here tonight.
2: Buffering.
0: <laughs> yes. Buffering anyway, so either reason.
2: way, so then the host says, I, res- I, I respect that. And then he walks off and we don't see Kenny Smith yeah. for the rest of the show. Um the most toxic, which, which is, I mean, I understand why Kenny Smith did that, and you know, whatever that's the that's the decision. And in my article, I said, whatever, if you're not comfortable with doing something, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. If I'm not comfortable with driving on the middle lane, I'm not going to drive in the middle lane. Do the fuck, you, whatever the fuck you want, whatever you feel you want to do, obviously within the rules of the uh, rules of the yeah, law, right? Because <laughs> the
0: guy with the AR-15, for example, so, you shouldn't take that advice.
2: So, but the problem, what the thing is, he missed out on is that they interviewed the Milwaukee Bucks that mm-hmm. episode. And maybe Kenny Smith could have had, uh, and which I respect Kenny Smith a lot. I think he's I think he's awesome. Yeah. Well, that whole cast is... Yeah, they're all great. That's the best studio show that's ever existed. But you life. had Shaq and Charles, who aren't the most uh, articulate human beings in the world, as intelligent as they are, but Kenny Smith would have... I think Kenny Smith... W- it, it, we missed out on Kenny Smith talking to Yanni and talking to George yeah. Hill and well, talking but, to but, these guys that are articulate and are smart. But again, if... if and he, they, they were the ones that decided to start the boycott.
0: But if he's not... If he's not up to working that day, given what's happening. I agree. That's what I'm saying. That's where you know I, but I we missed see, out on it. And and I think I think in a sense, Kenny Smith even has a bigger impact doing that. Because you never see that on a studio show, no. right? Like you've seen athletes do it before. And but athletes are also far more protected than uh the, than um than somebody who's working in TV, right? So yeah, that's something to consider as well. Uh, the Lakers and Clippers voted to cancel uh the remainder of the season. Uh, But then when they met with league representatives and and union representatives who decided to continue the season, it's very complicated to cancel the season. You don't want a situation where um, you've worked hard to build up the rapport, to be able to get all the money that allows you to take care of your family. And in a case like someone like LeBron James, who actually has set up a cause to uh, educate people and and help prevent police brutality... um, all that money that's generated goes away if you're in breach of contract, and yeah. now the networks have all the they'll the, and you know networks do what they do they're gonna they're gonna use that to their advantage in the next uh bargaining- se- bargaining session and uh you know that th- that's why I think the season's not canceled
2: well I mean exactly they're gonna use it and the season shouldn't be cancelled and the reason why i was uh, what I was trying to say before is that Sports unite everybody, no matter what, and I think that the people that care. And if you look at the NBA, when you watch an NBA, you say game that, but now, just ask
0: Le- LeBron versus Jordan, and nobody's united. <laughs>
2: when you watch when you watch an NBA game now, all you see everywhere is Black Lives Matter. Uh, they're, they're, it's just everywhere on their jerseys, you, and then you 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 take you take that away, and then you have a silent basketball court with everybody having their own opinions mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's it takes away from the message. Get to the game. Protest before, stand together, show everybody that you're not going to sit down and be quiet. Do everything you have to do. Put on a performance. How many times do we see people uh, celebrate lives with a performance? Celebrate these people's lives with a performance. Celebrate these people's lives with showing that you care. We care about the community. It's not about us. It's about the community. Bring everybody to fucking gather and just get it over with.
0: I think if the Players Association would have said, you know what, we're willing to sacrifice some money for this cause great No what I salute you if they decide to cancel one game like they did I salute you I yeah. do think that's only the beginning though I think that yeah. again you are the ones with power like Muhammad Ali was the one with power he, he yeah. look he sacrificed his career the, the, the sorry the prime of his career and years of freedom to to, to protest the Vietnam War The
3: 61 Olympics as well or 60 Olympics yeah and it wasn't and we saw to pro-
0: Abdul-Jabbar sort of
3: be outside it
2: wasn't necessarily to protest the war I mean it was a little bit but with so, him was that they're forcing him to go to war and yeah. he's like why like
0: well, and like again, you can look up the statistics of what the people that were recruited to go to war, and and how many on the front lines soldiers were actually white, and how much were not, yeah. and 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 how many were forced to go to war uh, due to the financial hardship, and 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 you know, there's a whole bunch of things that are tied into that, yeah. which which again we we talk about to this day because of of Muhammad Ali. So I think the players have a chance to use their voice, and they did so in one way. The WNBA players actually had. A, uh, another protest uh, we see this is the Washington football team again their team is the Washington Mystics um, guys I'm tired man. I'm doing a lot these days but we see here their protest alright so I'll describe <laughs> it as we're dealing with oh, technical difficulties it. it's, okay. it's on
2: now it's on now
0: um, so I don't think there's sound they they have the, the they have uh, Jacob Blake spelled
2: out on their shirts and then they have seven bullet wounds. Yeah. On the uh, back of their t shirts. On the back of their t shirts. So I mean dramatic, but you know, sometimes uh, I think that you need to be a little bit more dramatic to get sent a message request.
0: But also like if you're talking about look, you know, um, you're saying like you got you gotta play, you gotta get out there so you can you can share your message. That's what they're doing, right? That's yeah. that's the other way to handle this. And of course, uh, on Twitter, you see, well, NBA, that's not how you handle it. WNBA, that's not how you handle it. Well, how do you handle it then? Just say nothing? Okay, I guess that's what you... Who, who, but, that's that's pro pro who's,
2: who's saying that's not how you handle it? Oh, uh, dude. Mean, listen, dude, I understand. Twitter's that. toxic. That, that might be drastic, the bullet wounds on the back, but sometimes it's like, well, we need to show you guys what was done. The guy, I mean, I think I, I, well, the day after it happened, I, was, I went for dinner with a few friends, and I said that that was the worst video I had seen, and he didn't even die. Yeah. I didn't even see him die, and that was the worst video I've ever seen. That and Philando Castillo were the two worst videos I've ever
0: seen. Yeah, well, and, and obviously the, the George Floyd one where he's narrating his death was... Yeah. I mean... But, that, no, but the thing with yeah, that yeah. is... What like, you're hearing is worse than what you're the seeing. The body yeah.
3: cam uh, shot and everything with the audio is fucking gut-wrenching, man. Yeah. Where they open his door and they're like, please don't shoot me. Like, oh, man. it just, When? For George Floyd? Yeah. It but tears George, my heart but up. But there was like
2: time. 10 minutes of that where he's like, just don't shoot me. And he's like, guys, like, I'm not going to shoot you. Yeah, I like, just don't. Stand. He's like, no, yeah. Well, that's the thing is, I don't. I don't think that the guy Chauvin, Derek Chauvin, the the loser that he is. I don't think he intended to kill the guy. I just think he was so stupid and he was so cocky that he thought that he would be able to just put his knee on the guy's neck and nothing would
0: happen. But because you're a fucking. But idiot. that's the thing is, is police officers. If you took
2: if you took one course of self defense. Or one course of maybe a jiu-jitsu class, you would know that what you're doing is stopping blood flow to a person's brain. Or fucking just you know, brain.
0: like high school science. You need you no, need blood. You, you need air. No, but you I know. didn't.
2: I didn't know what that. I didn't know what choking somebody did. Uh, what choking somebody did to their brain. It doesn't choke you. It's not like he couldn't breathe. His brain was shutting off. Yeah, that's what happened. They're like, oh, he died of cardiac arrest because his brain shut off. Yeah, because yeah, he might have been on drugs. But that doesn't mean that he deserves. That's to the other die. thing. That, so and another thing. So was you read
0: the, you read the same thing I did about the defense of uh, of, the, of the cops. Yeah, but another. So thing So they're is saying that he killed himself. Yeah. By by having taken fentanyl, and having a heart condition. Yeah, but those weren't the things that put the knee on his back.
2: Okay, so I'm gonna go run my car over anybody, and if that person had
0: a, has a drug problem, it's because he he oh, had, no, a drug he problem had problem cancer. He so I mean. Yeah, exactly. He, he he was mortal anyway, so he was born with a defect. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, The NFL, and I know, like, this is the first segment of this show is going to be heavy, we want to get to the dick jokes as quickly as, as you do, I promise. We have a great show. Actually, we're going to talk to uh, our friend Corey Kennedy, who works with the Chicago Cubs. Uh, we're very excited to have him on the show. But before we do that, we do have one more heavy topic. Then we'll get to the jokes, I promise. I see Terry's eyes. He's angry with me that it's such a heavy show. But no, it's I my fault. That. I don't mind It's at the all. world I mean, that we're living it's in right now. That we have know? to talk about, right? So. It, it, it sucks. And, and look, here's another one. And it, I know that you and I are both talking tired of talking about this because we've been doing, as long as we've had this show, we've been talking about a quarterback who we probably would have stopped talking about if he was just allowed to play. His name is Colin Kaepernick. His career probably on the down end when he protested. But still, the thing is, we, we can't deny the things that happened while he was in the NFL. And now Roger Goodell... Coming out saying he should have listened. Uh, he he did I this by the this. way. I didn't see this at all. Oh, uh, I don't actually have a video clip because I couldn't find without. Oh, uh, you enough you, you broke it to me. I did not even know. I'll he break did it down. This. So he he basically apologized, uh, saying, "Hey, look, I should have I should have listened." Uh, he was he actually said he was never protesting the anthem or the flag, which I thought was particularly powerful coming from the, the the NFL commissioner and highly criticized NFL commissioner, especially on this yeah. show, and then. The next thing was uh, he actually did this without telling the league owners, without telling the team owners. That's good. He actually uh, went and took this interview and handled the interview the way w- the way he felt he was uh, is was this appropriate. like a,
2: He interviewed Colin Kaepernick. Or no, he, he was interviewed by someone about oh, Colin okay, on okay. the uh, on I the Sit down,
0: sit down with him. Well, that's the thing is, is. I
2: mean, this is a good step.
0: Like, it's a good start, and and. The thing is, you you've also earned our skepticism by doing nothing for four years, yeah. by being so strong a supporter of the opposite opinion for four years. Now, give us something for four years. Show us how committed you are to your to your membership, to your players, um, to to guys. And their causes within your league show us how important that is to you. And don't let it stop with an interview. Don't let it stop with a single uh, act of um, of protest. Like let it continue. It, it can't just be the Washington Football Team changes their name. It has to be a continued a continued effort. Well, Detroit, the Detroit
2: Lions, you know, protesting, and that's organic. You know, it, you have to make sure that everything is organic because everything comes, everything becomes the same, mm-hmm. uh, copy paste. Nobody's going to listen anymore. Um, if I'm listening to a podcast and like if I listen, I, listen, I like listening to Joe Rogan. But sometimes I'm not going to listen to him because I feel like I'm going to hear the same arguments he's going to make a lot. So I'm not going to listen to that argument. It comes out to the same thing where it's like, don't just be a copy paste. And I and I think that's what the NBA was trying to do is like we're trying to just do something a little bit different to open your eyes to something. Well, and but I,
0: to be fair, it was it was individual players and then individual teams and then. Oh no, no I get, I get that,
2: but something, it actually started but with something Fred tri- and exactly. Something, something triggered them to do something different, and it's not just uh, we're going to talk about it because everybody's been talking about it. And we're not, it's not just posting a black picture because everybody did that. It's not just hashtagging "Black Lives Matter because everybody did that. It's not just that. And another thing another thing is I, want to, I want, our article, the article that I wrote came out, uh, the first like we got on Twitter was from this random account. This show is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub, home of the best rubs in town, and Sauce barbecue Sauce Peas. Just like
0: Rubbercraft, I can't resist a good rub down, and Mike's barbecue Sauce is the best rubdown in town. So visit Mike's BBQ Rub, MTL.com, and use Hot Sauce 10 promo code for
2: 10% off on all individual bottles. That's Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off. And don't forget to rub
0: your meat peas. Welcome back, everyone. We're joined by Corey Kennedy, he is the head of SMC Performance Science. M I L B at the Chicago Cubs. That's a lot of words. We know what Chicago Cubs are. We don't know any of the other words. Corey, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about what you do with the Cubs.
4: Perfect. I'd love to do that piece. Thanks. Um, So I am the head of strength and conditioning and performance science for the minor league side of the Chicago Cubs. So every major league baseball team will have the major league team. You watch the 32 teams in the league or 30 teams. And then, um, they have essentially 170 players in the minor leagues. We have eight levels of minor leagues below that as players go from drafted to filtering all the way up to the majors. So I have a colleague, Shane Wallen, who who essentially looks after the strength and conditioning, all the training for the major league team, and then I oversee all of those minor league levels. So that's so you're, you're the gonna training. The, yeah.
2: Sorry, you're going to be the guy that wears all the Chicago Cubs gear all the time. Yeah you have to be. yeah absolutely i find it's like that with baseball where it's like if as soon as you work for the team it's like that's all the only thing you wear
0: so Corey, i have to say i have to share this story with you i was looking for your profile yeah. on facebook because i wanted to get the, your title right yeah. and as i was looking you up i clicked on the wrong Corey kennedy it, there's, a, there's another Corey kennedy who looks similar to you but is just jacked so my question is to you <laughs> why aren't you more jacked
2: yeah
4: you know what? I guess uh, I just spend too much time working and not enough working on myself. Well, we spend so. too much time eating. That's why yeah, we're not that's, that's young. Yeah.
3: It's funny because I had the exact same question. Cause I'm like, strength, conditioning, and performance. I'm like, well, you don't look very strong. You clearly <laughs> don't use conditioner. And performance, I mean, I don't really want to know about your sex life. No, I want to know. Uh,
4: Tell me about yeah. your performance. In general?
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs>
4: Give no, yourself a grade. Not Seven. Sevens ago. Not bad,
0: not bad. I like it. I like it because it's not too braggy, but you know yeah. he's you know he's confident enough to give you that seven.
3: Yeah, exactly. I forgot to put the sponsors did, here. Did they ship you off to the Windy City? Like, where are you at now?
4: No, so I'm in South Bend, Indiana. So really quickly... Why Indiana? Perfect. This 2020 Major League season, what is extremely different is that they essentially canceled all of the minor leagues mm-hmm. uh, with COVID and everything happening there. And instead, to play this season every team gets a 60-player pool. So they have 28 that are playing for the Cubs at the moment and another 32 that are available to be called up and down. So we have one of our affiliate minor league teams is based in South Bend, which is only two hours away. And we have really good facilities at this place. So we essentially have a group of players here where we're keeping them ready to be called up for double-headers, for injuries, for if we happen to get any COVID illnesses. So we essentially just train every day to be ready and a guy can literally at any moment be sent a car to drive 2 hours and play at Wrigley that night. Do they so they get like a every
2: team, car or do they re- get rented a car and they have to drive themselves. Very important. No, car. they
4: get a they get a service. They get a car service. Someone ah, comes okay, so with a, can, car. So a car. They can take a snooze yeah.
2: in the car, you know, maybe look at the plays. That's it. Yeah, I get it.
4: That's cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I like it. Um Eagle, how come you don't send me a fucking shuttle service to come here? <laughs> he sends it to me. Because I don't give a shit about you. <laughs> oh, okay, he sends it to me, sense. that's why. Um Corey, um, yeah. you, you, prior to this, um, there was, you, you've had a couple of stops, but one of, one of your stops is you worked with Canadian Olympians and you trained them for the Olympics. Um, yeah. tell us uh, the, the important question I think that's on everyone, everyone's mind is how much sex exactly happens in the Olympic village?
4: <laughs> I don't have a number. You don't have a number. But it's okay. a lot. Seven? It's a lot. Is so seven? I, we heard
2: lot. there, we heard there's a bucket of condoms. How fast does that condom bucket go down?
4: I think it gets refilled. Um... <laughs> As a general rule, uh, people obviously train extremely hard for a very long time for that that task of going to the Olympics. So once people have finished uh, their competitions, generally they they have a lot to celebrate. For. Yeah, but no but is it predominantly only yes.
3: after their events? Like it's not like a warm-up type of thing where they're like getting into it, no, the adrenaline? Well, they're not, horse,
4: they're not horses. They
2: don't
0: need to drain it before. Actually, you
2: maybe, maybe you can clarify this. Growing up playing football, my coaches always told us, don't jerk off before the game because apparently it makes your leg Cause heavy. I never really believed it. So I'm asking Corey, does that have there's, an effect on your performance?
4: There's actually like conflicting uh, science around it. So some people will feel like, uh, like a boost of, of hormones or whatever that could be positive. But then there's definitely people who just get knocked out and want to sleep for days. Because I subscribe um, to this
2: thing called T Nation and yeah. testosterone nation. And apparently when you jerk it and you, your body has to He's build punished. more sperm so your testosterone is higher. So you're probably better off.
4: I'd say in general, you're probably better off having a normally healthy sex life than to be repressed for your entire life.
0: There you go.
2: Like there we go. Court, That's
0: there why we had go. you on, man. He's the best. <laughs> now the we best. understand the performance <laughs> part of your title. There you go. <laughs> I get it. Um, so, Corey, b- between, the Olymp- between training Olympians and yep. uh, working with the Chicago Cubs, you had a pit stop uh, with the worst organization in the history of sports, and I imagine that's why you left. Uh, the New York Jets. How was your t- How was your time with the Jets? I'm a Dolphins fan. So uh, I have to.
3: Washington football team looking pretty bad. <laughs> now, <though. laughs> okay, second worst. Yeah,
0: second worst with... after
4: the Washington football team. I'm a Dolphins fan too, Pete. I was never oh, with nice. the Jets. I, I didn't know that. The Jets. Sorry. I wasn't. I wasn't with the Jets.
0: Oh, my mistake. I thought.
4: I thought I remember seeing you no, post. No, I. I would have a hard time there. I'm a lifetime Dolphins fan. No, like or maybe
2: know. or maybe you get hired as the Jets and you start like, you know, sabotaging, sabotaging yeah, them. Yeah.
4: That's what I was I,
0: I thought you were with the Jets and I, I was gonna start asking you like, can you sabotage <laughs> no, Yeah, throw it, away all my years of
2: education. Yeah. I mean just all, sabotage. My entire Sam, career, you know, Sam Darnold, your ACL
4: is not torn. Because also get he had
0: mono last year, so I was like, Corey? But, yeah. But do I? That Corey?
4: But do I need? Do I need to? Is the question. I mean, we, we, <laughs> it feels like they're just Adam, sabotaging themselves. We gave them Adam Gase. Oh, It's we true. Were... I was so happy when he got hired as the Jets head
0: coach. I think it happened while we're on the show, and I laughed for so long. I was, I was inconsol. What's the opposite of inconsolable? Happy. I was happy. I was <laughs> elated. Elated. That's yeah. a good one.
4: Yesterday we were supposed to cut Kalen Ballage, and today we traded him to the Jets. So there it's still go. working.
0: It's, it's like. It's, is he, it's like cutting him, but better. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question. That's why you
2: cut somebody. Th- trade him to the team that sucks
0: in your yeah. day. Um, I was going to ask you a question about um, one of the the major league players on your team, uh, Jason Hayward. Um, as a result of seeing the NBA protests, uh, he actually came out ahead of his team and said, um, okay, well, I, I'd like my team to play tonight, but I'm not comfortable playing tonight. Do you have any insights to how that was handled within the team and, and how the team felt about that in the moment?
4: On Honestly, like yesterday, we didn't hear much about it here. Um, and uh, until kind of right before the game, he, had, he became a healthy scratch and we kind of all figured out why. You know, it wasn't a surprise where we thought, oh, did he tear a hamstring or something? I think we all had that inclination that was what was going on. And then, um, you know, today... Uh, our general manager, Jed Hoyer, talked about it a little bit, about how just the fact that it happened so quickly that they didn't have any chance as a team to, like, sit down and talk about it. So it kind of caught everyone off surprise. He was like, I'm going to do this. But, like, guys are thrown in a bullpen. Guys are hitting balls under underground and wriggling in the cages. Guys are over here. Well, They're actually in Detroit, but yeah. the same idea holds. So that was a bit why. And then today we're off, so they didn't have a game to – to figure that out but um that was kind of the insight that we've gotten there that is it's just that it happened so quickly that no one they didn't get a chance to you know pull the teams see how everyone felt and and i guess as a sport you know there wasn't very much in baseball they had a few teams that chose not to play but it wasn't across the board like like nba did
3: so obviously, we get like the media portrayal of what's going on and everything. But do you have any insight in terms of, you know, first off, just as a team management, like what's the general feel of the club? Or even like, you know, how are you supporting the players or the initiatives, basically, and maybe at like even a major league baseball level, or you know, your message to the commissioner in terms of what to do? Are you kind of involved in any of that?
4: Do you mean with COVID or with BLM and, and everything social? I mean,
3: let's go with both. I was going to go more with BLM. Let's, but start, but let's yeah. start with BLM, <laughs> and then we'll talk about COVID.
4: Well, BLM, when it first started, like, t- let's take out uh, the last two days because it's been so fresh and happened and, and we're still playing and everything is going on. But in the first round, there was a lot through the organization around um, from the top down trying to set up different you know ways that people could express themselves, talk about it. Working groups to kind of figure out not only players and staff, but like, what is our staffing like? You know, how many people of minorities or color or women baseball like our sport is crazy in that we have we were one of three teams this year who had a female coach. Mm -hmm. We have staff of hundreds, you know, and so to be one of only three major league teams to have a a woman uniform coach is still crazy. Like that's that's insanely small.
2: Especially like in uh, in like growing up and, and with kids, you, didn't of, uh, you, it, you, uh, you don't see a lot of girl baseball teams. You see – that was because I was was behind the mic. You don't see a lot of girl baseball teams. You see more softball. So, uh, I mean, I can understand uh, that. Obviously, we need more diversity in everything we do. But um, I, we don't hear much about lack of diversity in baseball when it comes to uh, females because it, baseball is not
0: really – Well, but you say that – like There's, like no, it's, there's no pro league but it's for not just women. it's not just – Bench coaches, right? There's guys like Corey. Oh, or trainers center. and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, like, with, yeah for sure. It, there's yeah. a lot of staffs that don't include a lot of women, unfortunately.
2: Oh, it's because Corey mentioned uh, coaches. That's why. So, yeah. yeah. Well, strength and conditioning coaches.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think it's a lack of interest. I think it's a lack of opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's basically yeah. what I'm
4: saying. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if we continue there, both with with that BLM stuff they started, in, and uh, our president Theo Epstein was one of the more vocal uh, executives in in baseball around us doing a better job not just with players and allowing them to express themselves but then how do we as an organization start to hire you know better and more with more quality so that's something that started right away which i think um it was it was nice to hear from your organization that they were they were expressing these things both internally and externally and then and then covid has been been crazy too because that's like we're operating under a bubble and it's you know constantly doing everything you can to to keep everyone safe and you're always thinking of new kind of protocols of like well we shouldn't do this let's do this instead like just as a gym for example we went from one i had to build a second weight room at this site uh like a temporary one in a in one of our batting cages because we can just not have as many guys walking around a weight room as you normally would we're trying to keep people apart keep people from touching the same stuff all the time and we're still i think we're still the only in baseball to not have a positive COVID test for staff or players this year. So yeah. some of it, some of it's working, which is good, but it takes, it takes a lot, like everything they do all day. It's like, you know, we can't have a cafeteria where we're feeding people. So you have to get food deliveries and individual, you know, containers and all sorts of things so that guys don't have to go out and, and try to, you know, go to the supermarket all the time and, and a, do social stuff.
2: So I'm a, I'm a meathead, right? So it's like,
4: yeah,
2: I don't really understand things. Uh Especially when it comes to intelligence, Mm. you know, I've noticed I'm a decent talker, all that stuff. So when it comes to that last sentence was a little (laughs) bit of a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) That that, sentence was a great example. Exactly. So when, so when it comes to COVID, I wear my mask. I sanitize. I have like three bottles of sanitizer all the time. We're six Uh, feet apart. What? We're six feet apart. We're six. Are we? I don't even know if we are or not. Uh, but yeah, so we keep distance. We've always kept this distance because, you know, I we don't hate, like each other IAPs. that much. Yeah. I measured it for you. You're welcome. That, that, thank you. Thank you, Eagle. Uh, so call me a fucking idiot, but when everybody's in a bubble, isn't it okay to be sh- in the same gym? Like if you're 20 guys in the gym, isn't it like, wouldn't it be okay because everybody's getting tested regularly? Like I'm sure these guys are getting tested on a weekly basis, right? Or maybe on a daily basis. Uh,
4: yeah, every second day for players, every fourth for staff. Okay. Um, So, so, yeah. So, what it is is like with that gap in testing, let's say somehow like you had to run to Target to get toothpaste last night and you get something and tomorrow's not a testing day. The idea is like one, the bubbles hopefully to prevent it from coming in, but it still is possible. So, once it's in, you're just constantly trying to find ways that it can't spread to 20 players in a day. If all of a sudden some guy had to go to Target and a cashier coughed on him and he came in and turns out he had it and the next day he tests. So when he tests Nate comes back positive and you send him to quarantine. But that day he's here, if you can have, you know, space, you can clean down the dumbbells and bars after he used them so that the next guy's not touching the same one. Then hopefully if that were to happen, then you'd have one guy positive. And then instead yeah. if everyone's high-fiving and hugging and using the same dumbbells then and in baseball, that baseball they
2: have like 100 different handshakes where they touch each yeah. other like 45 different places on their body, so they're more likely to get the virus. Exactly. Yeah. So um, then you sp-
4: hope it just doesn't spread. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Even just something as simple as filling up your car at the gas station, right? You t- pick up the yep. pump, the guy before yep. you had it, now
0: you have it. Congratulations.
2: I have, a, I have a, a box of gloves, and I just take one out, and I just use that one hand every time I go. And there's some gas stations that yeah. have gloves.
0: I just have my driver take care of it. Um, the, Corey, the, the driver <laughs> that Eagle sends for you. To yeah. Get exactly. <laughs> uh, Corey, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll talk to you again yeah. soon because you're – Honestly, uh, as long as I've known you, you've been a super interesting, really nice guy. So we're always happy to have you, and you can of course provide us with insight that's not easy for us to get. Eagle, I'm trying to wrap up the segment. I just, I have oh a. My really, God. I have a really no, fun good, question here. Let's Is there forward. any
3: like okay. weird saber metric that we've never heard of that's, yeah, that's interesting for you? Good question.
4: Um, I mean, not really. They're all kind of out there now, but like you balls know, to knee ratio? yeah, something like, like how far that. your no. balls are from your knee. <laughs> Is that a predictor of how healthy hamstrings are? Let him
2: answer the question. I'm sorry.
4: (laughs) No, but we we do stuff. Like, we try to test things off the field that we hope are going to be predictors of performance that we're not going to tell you right now because we don't want other teams to know. Hopefully, we have a head start. So, give us one
0: you know is ineffective and we can promote it as effective so other teams... We can fool the team. We can fool the. We have a
2: very big following in Taiwan for yeah, some reason. They, ball, they balls go. to knee ratio. Balls yeah, to, knee ball to knee ratio, ratio. right? Yeah, That's yeah, the balls to knee ratio is a good. One. So, well, actually, one last question, Corey. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> I'm built. I'm built like a baseball player. Okay, I'm short, yeah. stocky. From the '30s, yeah. Yeah, from the '30s. No, I mean, I feel like I'm built like kind of like like Trout. You know, he's stocky. You look thick, like a Pete you know? yeah, Rose. Yeah, you're not built like I'm pudgy. I'm pudgy. You
4: you kind of look like Kyle Schwarber actually on our team. Oh, I can't stand Kyle Schwarber. Sorry, man.
2: Our left it I'm a Mets fan,
4: so. Good dude. Sorry, but. <laughs>
2: actually i don't mind him that much but you know anyway so what do you think my chances i never played i mean i played baseball as a kid like for I one season what do you think my chances are if you trained me full-time for Zero. three months what do you think my chances Zero. are of hitting a home run
0: yeah especially at your age like wait 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 wait,
4: wait. Are we talking like off a tee or like a, a soft toss or are you talking oh, about like, like a real pitcher? Like real pitcher
2: a real pitcher batting okay. practice though, not in game. Batting
4: practice. So we're talking like a 60 mile an hour, 55, 60 mile an hour from a I coach.
2: Mean, yeah, maximum 70. Like we're really pushing it here. For, like maybe he wants to prove a point.
3: Wooden bat or you have like an aluminum power? I don't know, wooden, I'm, more, I'm going wooden
2: bat all the time. Just for the sound alone. Go.
4: You know, yeah. I bet you could get a good, good, solid fly ball. I don't know about a home run. But like a
2: pop, you like could a pop probably, fly, maybe a yeah. double?
4: We could probably do some lifting and have you hit off a tee every day to get that feeling of the bat. Oh, nice! You definitely wouldn't hit majorly p- pitching, but okay,
2: cool. I'm coming to Chicago. I love Chicago. One of my he's, he's
0: in Indiana, though,
4: so you're so going to the wrong city. Yeah, but
2: you will just drive me. <laughs> send your car. <laughs> send
4: your send, car to
0: pick up. The Corey and give me By up. the way, so Mike Trout is six foot two. Yeah. Two hundred thirty-five pounds. You're not built like. I'm, I'm five nine, 250. Yeah, 25. it's not. I'm the same more.
2: Way. I'm more. <laughs> I'm more uh, uh, center, uh, gra- have a center of You're like better, a little teapot. I have Shorty a better center of gravity. Look
4: up. Look up, La Tortuga.
2: Oh no, I know who that. Is.
4: Astudillo <laughs> from Minnesota. Yeah, he and is, uh, that's who you are.
2: I feel like I'm a Prince Fielder, though.
0: <laughs> or move on,
2: move on
0: was like mass- six four. No, Mo was
4: massive. Yeah, he was, it tall. was a tank. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So,
0: for, sh- for sure. Corey, thank you for joining us. We'll talk soon, hopefully, when all of this, uh, you know, when once this pandemic is completely behind us, we can come down and visit you and uh, go watch a game in Chicago.
4: Yeah, I won't be in Indiana after the pandemic, that's for sure. Yeah, that's it. So let's get you <laughs> out of Indiana
2: like, at Wrigley, but... and we'll have a good time. Most boring right. state of all time. Yeah,
0: beers on me, boys. Have a good one. <laughs> Corey, talk to you soon.
4: Thanks for having me, guys. Thank
2: you, Corey. Later.
0: This show is brought to you by Mike's BBQ Rub, home of the best rubs in town and Las sauce barbecue sauce, bees. Absolutely. They will get you satisfied in 12 seconds or less, just like Rick Pitino at that restaurant. So, visit Mike's BBQ Rub
2: and use Hot Sauce 10 promo code for 10% off on all individual bottles. That's Hot Sauce 10 for 10% off. And please don't forget to rub your meat.
0: Well, we promised that things would get lighter after our interview, and they will in a second. But, of course, uh, as we are in news show, news breaks while we're on the air sometimes. And sometimes it's an ex NFL player making an ass of himself. Brian Erlacher had the following to say, Terry, right before we get into rapid fire. Brett Favre played a Monday Night Football game the day his dad died through four touchdowns in the first half and was a legend for playing in the face of adversity. Apparently, this is the same thing as the following. NBA players boycott the playoffs because a dude reaching for a knife wanted on a felony sexual assault warrant was shot by police. So, again... We can, we
2: can keep it light and make fun of Brian Erlacher after being a complete fucking moron.
0: Yeah, and bro, what do you do with those plugs, man? We all know you're bald. It doesn't make you more <laughs> attractive. You're still ugly as fuck. So, I mean, okay, so when, when I'm about to tweet something, okay.
2: you think for five seconds. <laughs> sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But the times that I don't, it's because it's a joke or something stupid. Yeah. It's not, nothing serious. When it's something serious, I'll actually take the time to think, okay, if I'm writing this, what's the message I'm trying to send? The message he's trying to send is saying that these guys are what? Uh, privileged guys that make too much money, that, uh, that shouldn't stand for something that they believe in or, or whatever it is. I don't know what the fuck Brian Elerker is trying to get to, but he's clearly a dumbbell. And I don't know how he could have read an offense Rapid fire. Uh, first one. Did you
0: make the sound while making the sound? Nope. <laughs> but did you? I heard. I he heard someone it. making mouth guns. <laughs> nice.
3: Coyote Ugly. The NHL has penalized the Arizona Coyotes for violating combine testing. Long story short, they did their own combine, which Idiots. you cannot do for draft prospects. Mm-hmm. As part of the penalty, they have to give up their twenty twenty second round pick as well as their twenty twenty one first round pick, and I believe are fined a quarter million dollars. Yeah. Uh, this apparently ties back to I never remember his name. Chakna Cheka Chay- Ch- Cheka. There we go. Who has basically botched the job of general manager and fucked the Arizona Coyotes. And he, and he quit like time. before all
0: this stuff came out, which is awesome.
2: He was a 26-year-old like analytics guy. He's not even like a real hockey guy. He coached, he was a general manager in junior and he brought his his program there to like kind of like moneyball the situation. And the Coyotes are doing well. Yeah,
1: so <laughs> you know what I mean? So what was my question
0: though is, is so like this type of cheating is it like Patriots cheating where like yes, you get no. Ball, you get named as cheaters, but like you still win a bunch. No, I, so. think,
2: I think that because if you if you read uh, the report uh, sent out by the NHL, mm-hmm. is that the penalty to this is a $250,000 fine. So they're like, we'll take the fine, basically. I think that what they did They was gambled on, we'll take the fine. They gambled, we'll cares. take the fine, and we'll still get our first and second round pick. And they're like, well, mm-hmm. NHL's like, well, go well, fuck yourself. It's not going <laughs> to happen. That's the thing, right? You, you have
0: to do it so that the team will actually pay exactly, the price. Exactly, yeah.
3: Mill burned. Mike Milbury has been <laughs> let go slash resigned no, slash no, 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 decided to he step away. No, no, he's not really.
0: I yeah, saw so NBC said they were cutting ties with him. No, no, no. No, so he just
3: said he's gonna take away himself out of the situation for the rest the end of, of the, the thing, season. Rest yeah. of the season. So really? it's yeah. still not official and the whole shit or whatever. Anyways, you know he's why? Been
0: because what he said wasn't that bad. But it's not, so I get it. I get. So he was he was joking about he was making light of something that I think. If you or I make that joke, especially in our context, it comes off one way. in in a, in a professional On a broadcast, national broadcast, comes oh, no, off, I, yeah, but I, also I take that and then make that a guy who constantly makes an ass of himself. Make it Mike Milbury, so con- make it Don Cherry, and and he's actually fired for his his career of making an ass. For of
3: context, him. we can actually say this because there's nothing like bad in it let's say but basically he said the bubble is good because the players aren't getting distracted by women
2: by women no aren't getting disrupted no women aren't disrupting the players concentration. concentration yeah so what he meant by that and I think we all said the same thing probably hundreds of times, is that these kids are 20-year-olds, okay? Some of them are they're 25, single. And they love sex. They're full of testosterone because... And they want to bang, mm-hmm. okay? And there's... These guys, if they were in a... Re- if this was... There was no COVID and they did a bubble, they'd be out every fucking night. Partying. But so here's the thing.
0: Stan Van Gundy actually said something recently on Twitter that was similar, where he said that there's less distractions, they're not... Uh, they don't having to deal with their wives and families. Yeah. That, that again, that com- okay. that comment could be misconstrued, right? Like, don't have to deal with their wives yeah. because families aren't yeah. important. What the fuck? That's not what he was saying. But, it, but had Stan Van Gundy not had the reputation he currently has as being a smart, thoughtful guy. Um, and had he had Mike Milbury's reputation, he would have also been dragged.
2: I think. I think NBC is looking for any reason to get rid of Milbury, Ju- just because like Milbury, CBC got rid of Don Cherry. Exactly, because Milbury is an old tart that does not know how to speak anymore, and he really doesn't know much about new hockey. Correct. But uh, say what you want to say about his skills as a broadcaster. I don't think he should have been removed. Because I think the comments, it comes out with an apology. Well, maybe maybe you clarify what your sentiment was and you get rid of it because I really felt that he was just saying, these guys are not being distracted by anything outside. And usually what 20-year-old kids, millionaires do, is they go out and they look for girls. Absolutely. And and, look, and these girls, but it's, like, not, like, but it's, but it's, it's not unsolicited either. My counterpoint
0: to that is later in rapid fire with someone else making a mistake. I heard a good one where they should
3: replace him with uh, Ilya Brizgalov.
0: It's only game. <laughs> Why you have to be mad?
3: Uh, couldn't keep pace. Indiana Pacers cut ties with Nate McMillan shortly after extending his contract because yeah. that makes sense.
0: <laughs> so, so, I mean... No, go ahead. I'll let you, as the Pacers fan, the resident Pacers fan, I'll let you start. I and think, then I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> I think this was stupid
2: to fire him. I mean, they, they, they really went above and beyond and they... No they, one expected them no 8 to be good. anywhere where they were. No one expected them him to turn TJ Warren into a 50 point shooter. Mm-hmm. No one expected them to be anywhere close to where they were. And at the end of the day, I think that in you're in a division where you need to have some sort of consistency. You're in a conference sorry. you need to have some sort of consistency to compete. Uh they don't have the pieces to compete with the top 3, uh with the Celtics, the uh um the Raptors and the Bucks. They don't have that this even the Sixers. Uh, I thought
0: I thought they were even as healthy the Miami Heat were a bad matchup for them. bad matchup for them. And they weren't healthy. They were. uh, Sabonis was hurt. Oladipo was hurt. Oladipo was obviously hurt. He looked like a like a shadow. What yeah. He w- he has been. Honestly, I, the saddest thing about this is they may have let go of McMillan today, but they're going to also lose Oladipo in this process because, look, it's a team with no consistency. Yeah. It's a team... Obviously, that couldn't keep the players healthy sometimes. Oladipo,
2: fault. Oladipo might even go back to Oklahoma City if Chris Paul stays there because I think that he liked it there. When he left, when he got traded for Paul George, he spoke really highly about the city and the organization. Yeah. So I think that Oladipo, I also, as a free agent, would most likely go back to OKC, especially after watching what Chris Paul is doing
0: by himself. I've I've actually heard rumors of him going to the Heat. Cause Cause the, heat the Heat are very obviously go. making moves wh- for this offseason. I don't
2: know where Oladipo is. I don't know where he's from. I don't know where he went to university, so I can't tell you. But... If he wants to go get take a home discount and go back home, I don't know. But well, it's I, not I feel that, like it's, OKC would be it, a nice fit my, for him.
0: My, so certain teams like the Suns and Miami have made a play for the for this upcoming offseason. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, is that both teams are reputed, the Suns and, and the Heat. They're, they're, they're known to have uh, front offices and health staffs that rehabilitate uh, players who have injury histories. Whether you look at Shaq, uh, in both cases, was revitalized. Yeah. Uh, you look at a guy like Jimmy Butler coming to my to, to Miami and, and making a difference, yeah. uh, and and just being able to prolong Dwayne Wade's career as long as he did. That's what I think a guy like Oladipo might be looking at. Yeah, but anyway, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that once we get closer to NBA offseason.
3: <laughs> All right. Go. Red faced with embarrassment. Tom Brenneman has been suspended from Red's broadcast and replaced as an NFL broadcaster after going live with a homophobic slur. And P's, I really hope this link doesn't have the actual clip. No, it does not. Come on, man. Say- bit of, trust. Man
1: of faith. as there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos it will be a home run what are we watching then if it's not the clip it's and so apologize. that'll make it a four nothing ball game I don't know if I'm gonna be putting on this headset again I don't know if it's gonna be for the Reds I don't know if it's gonna be for my bosses at Fox I want to apologize for the people I pride myself and thank of That was of myself his apology
0: as, a... as soon as it happened. Uh, there's a few things funny about this. He interrupted his apology with the home run call. Also, the ball was hit. This is after he made a homophobic slur. slur. It was hit next to a sign that said, Judgment-free zone. <laughs> I, I found that hilarious. And the thing is, like, I understand people going saying, you know what, cancel culture has gone too far. But the thing is, is that broadcasters are not hard to replace. If he was uh, a surgeon in you know uh in a in a a hospital that was revered for, for for surgery if he was a doctor during a pandemic that's hard to replace. Yeah. Broadcasters are a dime a dozen. You're lucky to have that job. Yeah, you work for it, but there's so many other people who are working for that. Mokan, a friend of ours, for example, a guy who works with Hotsaw Sports, uh, he's a guy who would love to have that. Brett Bodkin, a guy who's a broadcaster who works for Hotsaw Sports, would love to have that opportunity. So no, you don't get to keep your job Absolutely when you not. fuck up.
3: Absolutely not. Even on top of that, I mean, we're a little podcast here in a little garage and everything, but at the end of the day, when I, your mics are on, I tell you, your mics are on. Yeah, you're responsible. You know better to not say stupid shit. Also, here's another
0: thing I don't say that, but I'm not on there either.
3: Welcome to Brown Town. Brett Brown has been fired by the Philadelphia 76ers after a poopy poopoo poo playoff performance. I just wanted to get a lot of P's in there for the alliteration.
2: And the, and the poop with the brown. Of course, team, he did, he deserved to be fired. I mean, that, that team. I think that team needs a whole explosion. They need to rebuild completely.
0: I think the Sixers failed him more than he failed the Sixers. The whole process was supposed to be lose a bunch so you can Embi- get assets Embi- and players. And beat and Ben do not play. Can't play together. They do this. The thing is, they do the same thing. And we're so the one thing I will say about Brett Brown's coaching is he hasn't he hasn't. He hasn't worked in a way where either Simmons or Embiid have become better shooters. He hasn't worked out a way to better space his players. Um, there's There was a lot of guys on the Raptors who have similar skill sets, um, but we saw what Nick Nurse was able to do with that team. So I think Brett Brown's probably not the coach for that team, but I also think the 76ers have not done enough to, to surround um to surround them with the players that, that can best help that team. And look, they they ran off they ran off a guy who could and Jimmy Butler last season. It's true. Big shot. Very very
3: good. <laughs> Jimmy Butler is uh, no, uh, a Hall, Fam- no, Hall of Famer not Hall uh, of Famer, all star player. Nothing better. Uh, we came across a story not to say it's fake, but it comes from Chad Ocho Johnson. So he's known to embellish at times, where he basically said uh, he used to jerk off and jizz all over his receiver gloves before a game in order to make them sticky. And also <laughs> because the only person he trusted to catch balls other than himself was his children.
2: So I, I don't know about you, but I don't believe a word of this. And no. what is the. Well, I still
0: couldn't find a real source. It was. What's the... It was a, a source. The source was pretending to be Bleacher Report. So I have my doubts as to. Whether or not this is legit. So
2: what's the worst the weirdest place you ever jerked off into?
0: So I'm I'm pretty good with uh I'm environmentally friendly. I try to use stuff I'm gonna throw out or compost anyway. So if I if I'm gonna get rid of this napkin, I'll use that. So one time there was a sports bag I was getting rid of, so I just did it that bag it was cool because I could be sloppy and I, 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 d-
2: I did it to my pillowcase once and I forgot about it. That's pretty bad. That's yeah, pretty bad.
0: Yeah. Eagle? I don't know, actually. I'm trying to think about it. Just make one up, dude. (laughs) It's a podcast. You can't say
3: you don't know. Is that it? Because I got to run. Yeah,
0: I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go That's Uh, it
3: Last little bit here Hard Knocks Episode 3 Just aired We actually don't have it In Canada just yet So I'll be watching it uh, Very soon Uh, I won't be watching it Just to give you A quick summary Of what the episode Name would be If I were to describe it Based on what I've read The pads come on But the gloves come off Oh that's a good one So maybe they jizz Into
0: their gloves Just gonna say Chad Chazinco He makes a guest appearance Shows the players Listen You can't touch each other But you can't touch yourselves
2: I think this is is the episode where they all jerked off to each other's
0: gloves absolutely the circle jerk episode terry you've been terry you've been eagle i've been peas you've been listening to hot sauce sports thanks everyone